Hello and welcome to Let's Listen in Love. We hope you're having a great day and a great week. Today we have an awesome guest lined up. Here representing the Jennifer Claire Moore Foundation is Madeline Crawley. Thank you so much for being here, Madeline. Thank you so much for having me. We're excited. Awesome. We're so excited for this podcast and for this interview that we have. Um, for those of you who do not know, Let's Listen in Love is produced by a nonprofit called Under His Wings, and we have the goal of spreading mental health wholeness across Baldwin County. In an effort to help spur this goal on, we are excited to bring other nonprofits on to open up the discussion about what they are doing to help and educate people about the mental health crisis. Today, we are so very grateful to have the Jennifer Claremore Foundation with us. Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you to our listeners for joining this conversation today. Um, we do encourage you guys to listen to our previous episode if you have not already, and if you have not followed us on Instagram at Let's Listen or at Listen in Love Pod, we really do encourage you guys to do that as we post more content on that platform than we do our podcast. Um, so we're just going to turn this conversation over to you, Madeline. Um, what is the Jennifer Claire Moore Foundation? Um, the Jennifer Claire Moore Foundation is a nonprofit organization established in memory of Jennifer Claire Moore. Um, she was a 16-year-old Foley high school student who tragically lost her life to suicide in 1997. Mm -hmm. um, her family started the foundation in memory of her and to just help um, other students um, with mental health. So we're dedicated to providing programs, services, and resources across Baldwin County schools and communities that support the social and emotional well-being of our youth whenever they need it the most. Um, we actually provide and assist with a prevention and support program to over 50 K through 12 schools in Baldwin County. Um, and it's called the Pure Helpers Plus program. Um, we also offer to members in the community, sometimes different businesses, organizations, um, definitely a lot of our schools, um, a national certification course provided through the National Council of Mental Wellbeing, and it's called Youth Mental Health First Aid. It's awesome. a one-day training, um, and it's just there to equip people with the knowledge and skills of how to help um, how to identify and help a youth in crisis. Awesome. Um, and it's, I've taken it myself and oh. twice <laughs> and it is super valuable. Um, That's, so, yeah. That is an incredible organization that you guys have there. What um, is the overall message that you guys are trying to spread across Baldwin County? I think you kind of touched on that, but is there? Yeah. So the foundation envisions a compassionate and informed community. Um, we want to instill positive mental health and resiliency in Baldwin County youth for, for generations to come. Um, and I think we've definitely seen that just in our um, past peer helpers and what they've kind of gone on to do. Um, so that's, that is our purpose. That is amazing. That is something that I know Under His Wings and Let's Listen Love is trying to mm -hmm. propagate. So we are so excited to partner with you guys. Um, and have this podcast so people can be educated on what you guys do. Um, so what we since you guys are a mental health um, mm -hmm. nonprofit, what kind of day-to-day -day pressures do students face in public school systems today that you see? Oh, my goodness. Um, today's youth face so many daily challenges, both in school um, and at home, outside of school, whether they're in a public school setting or a private school setting. Um 
there are pressures of performance in the classroom, um, pressures of perform performance with their sports or their extracurricular activities. Um, and then with all of these pressures, uh, I feel like a lot of students start to ask, you know, am I doing enough? Am I doing too much? Um, social media has definitely created its own slew of pressures and issues for young people. And um, Alabama actually ranked 46 overall in child well-being. So the overall well-being of the child, which definitely includes, you know, mental health. Mm -hmm. um, and that was in 2022. So oh, wow. first being the best, or should I say the healthiest place? Mm -hmm. um, and we rank 46. So. Wow. It's not looking too good. Yes. <laughs> We've got some work to do. Yes, we do. And that is what we are here to do. Um, so that's a lot of pressures and a lot of things that our students have to go through on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, how does the Jennifer Claire Moore Foundation work to aid the needs of these students? That's a great question. Um, and the so our partner schools that utilize the Peer Helpers Plus program, um, we provide them with a training workshop for the teachers, the counselors, um, and the administration who will be the program coordinators for their school. Mm -hmm. We usually have um, anywhere from one to three um, Peer Helper Plus coordinators for each school. Sometimes, like I said, they're a teacher, sometimes they're a counselor, sometimes they're um, an administrator or a combination of those. Um, and so we we do training for those um, folks. The Peer, Help, Peer Helpers Plus program is um, itself is a multi-tiered prevention and support program. Okay. Um, so the first tier is the prevention education that all of the K through 12 students receive mm -hmm. um, via our PATH curriculum, which is our um, PATH stands for Prevention and Awareness for Total Health. Mm -hmm. um, so kind of like I mentioned before, the overall well-being of the child, um, it, it very much includes mental health and the mental health can affect, you know, um, multiple different aspects of the child. Mm -hmm. The second tier um, selects and teaches a diverse group of students. Typically, instead of K through 12, we usually choose third grade through 12th grade. Um, they are taught a core set of skills to help them identify, communicate with, and support their other at-risk classmates. Um, and just those students in the younger grade levels as well. Mm -hmm. And those students are our peer helpers. So okay. they are, they are um, the, the trained students in sort of our, our boots on the ground, if you will. Um, and then the foundation also provides a staff member that is the designated program support coach um, for those schools. So they are there to um, troubleshoot, provide any other sort of help, um, you know, to these um, schools. We also have an online portal and it is a, a place for the peer helpers themselves and the program coordinators to log what they're doing, log mm -hmm. interactions. Um, it's really just kind of collecting demographics and that way we can see, you know, um, what groups of students might be struggling the most or who's received kind of like a one-on-one, -on -one, um, you know, help, resource, crisis mm -hmm. intervention, whatever that may be. Okay. Um, so then you can kind of pull back and see the big picture of actual data of what, you know, these students and these teachers are able to accomplish. That's awesome mm -hmm. that you guys have like a, an actual like database that yes. you can 
gauge off of this. That's that's an amazing resource to have. Yes. Um, so what is like the overall goal of these peer help, like peer helpers? Do these students actually go in and, and talk with these students about their mental health and how to talk about change, or is this um, just like just like just like what you said, a data database thing? No. So the peer helpers, um, the the trained peer helpers are. Um, they we don't offer any direct crisis support or counseling mm-hmm. for students, um, but a lot of times they're just showing, you know, love and care and attention to other students that may need it. It could mm-hmm. be helping them with their home- homework. A lot of times we have our peer helpers, you know, go in and do tutoring or mm-hmm. um like I said, helping them with their homework, studying for a test. Um, They are usually doing a lot of different campaigns in the school as well. So they do a lot of things for, you know, the most common one I think people will recognize is Red Ribbon Week. Oh, okay. Um, Mental May was um, Mental Health Awareness Month. And so we had several schools that, you know, they'll do things within the school to help raise awareness for Mm -hmm. whatever it is going on and just kind of letting the other students know you know, hey, we're here and we're a safe place. Yes. Um, and they're also trained to, again, recognize, okay, is this something that I can just kind of chat with you, you know, through, are you having a bad day or do I need to get you to the counselor? Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, no one is a, no, none of our peer helpers are licensed counselors, but we do train them in kind of being able to have those tough conversations and know when do I need to, you know, to get you yes. um, further help. Yes. And, and having a, a support system and a group of people that you can go to for encouragement and, and to feel that love from another student is one of the most important things regarding yes. mental health. So that's mm-hmm. amazing that you guys are doing that yes. um, and that you have that in these schools. That's actually mm-hmm. really awesome. Um, so what kind of services and programs does the Jennifer Moore Com- Foundation offer apart from like peer helpers? Is there a way that like we can like an adult can get certified in some sort of mental health training? Yes. Yeah, so. Um, I've talked a little bit about, you know, our Peer Helpers Plus program and what that looks like. And I touched on um, the Youth Mental Health First Aid certification. And like I said, we personally as a foundation, we don't offer any direct crisis support or counseling. Um, We provide educational and training programs to the schools and to the community. Um, So I guess you could say we don't provide the fish. We teach the fishing classes. Okay. Um, but we are there as a resource. If you don't know who to go to, um, you know, we can try to get you plugged into someone that can help. Um, so the, we provide that program that I just spoke on free of charge to the Baldwin County school. So that includes all of the training, um, the, um, the portal, the curriculum, um, all of that is is free of charge to the, the Baldwin County schools. Um, we also provide those peer helpers with t-shirts and, and lanyards to wear while they're, you know, doing a campaign or volunteering or, um, doing a lot of times they'll, they'll do, um, like new student breakfast or, um, so just something so that the students can identify, you know, Hey, those are the peer helpers and they know who they are. Um, we also provide them with a mini, um, conference for all of the peer helpers. So they all come together. We do one for the younger students and one for the older students. And we call that our peer helper Jubilee. Um, And then we also provide um, attendance to the national peer program conference in Orange Beach for um, all of our coordinators for the, the program. So 
those are are kind of like the additional services that we provide um, outside of just the program itself. Um, and then, like I mentioned before, the um, the youth mental health first aid training yes. as well. Yes. Can you, um, so what kind of impact have you seen through this directly within our school systems? Oh, my goodness. Um, it is definitely cool to see the impact even on students you know, in their adult life, because it's been around, you know, um, plenty of students have, you know, gone to college and Mm -hmm. started their career. And so we've heard um, students share how a peer helper just consistently checked in on them, met with them, listened to them, you know, maybe during some hard times, maybe they had a death in the family or, um, you know, they had a really rough breakup or they were struggling with their friends or their parents were going through a divorce. Um, or, you know, being denied admittance to college or not making the basketball team, you know, whatever it is, all of those struggles that we go through in those years of our life. Um, just hearing how the peer helpers were just there for them mm-hmm. um, and just kind of were listening ear, you know, a shoulder to cry on, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also seen students find purpose while serving as a peer helper. So like I said, we try to choose a diverse group of students Um, one thing we like to sort of imagine is having a peer helper at every lunch table. Mm -hmm. You know, you have all your different groups. Like we want a peer helper from every group at the school. Mm -hmm. Um, and so their time as a peer helper helped guide them, um, in their career path, whether they went into education, counseling, social services, um, or some other, you know, type of helping profession. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've also seen it make an impact on our educators. Um, You know, a lot of educators get burnt out really quickly nowadays Mm -hmm. um, and they feel disconnected from their daily work environment. Mm -hmm. Um, And so becoming a, you know, a program coordinator um, just helped kind of make that change and gain a more meaningful relationship with their students in a way that ignited their passion to teach again. That's beautiful. Um, Yeah. That's awesome. My sister's a teacher and she's she's a first year teacher, but she's already talked a little bit about how burnt out she can get. Yes. So that's awesome that you guys offer that. Yes. Just kind of um, gives them that additional. Um, and that's what I think is so cool about this program is, you know, um, yes, it is technically geared towards, you know, maybe students in crisis. Um, but like, as you can see, we're Yes, it goes so much further than that. The teachers are getting something from it. The peer helpers themselves are getting something from it. Um, And it's just like a a ripple effect, you know? It's it's exactly like how you put that. It's a ripple effect. Yes. You touch so many people by just touching one person. Exactly. Um, So can you talk a little bit more about that um, first aid training, the mental health first aid training? Yeah. So um, like I said, it's a one-day training. Um, You'll be certified as a youth mental health first aider. Um, It's designed for adults who want to learn how to recognize the warning signs of an adolescent experiencing a mental health challenge or mental health crisis. They also, um, they go over the difference between those two things. Um, there is a difference between a mental health challenge and a mental health crisis Mm -hmm. and kind of discerning the difference between the two, Mm -hmm. um, as well as just steps to support them in general. Um, sometimes you're not always in a challenge or a crisis, but you might just be, you know, struggling or having a bad day. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, like I said, it is so valuable and it is, it is geared towards adolescence, but 
it is, I personally, like I said, I've taken it twice and it is just extremely helpful just as a human. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we all experience um, mental health challenges and, um, you know, need support. And so mm-hmm. if, if you interact with another human on a daily basis yes. for any reason, I, I think this, especially youth, but um, I think this training is just very, very valuable um, for that reason. Just again, you are not, um, you know, there to offer direct counseling. Um, that's not what it is. It's just, Hey, how can I get you help? Like, what can I do for you right now in this moment? Mm -hmm. Um, and how can I support you and get you where you need to be? Um, and kind of knowing, you know, when something goes from a challenge to a crisis as well. Um, and like I said, we do this for our schools, but if your organization is interested in hosting one, you guys can let us know. Um, we do them, you know, kind of all over Baldwin County. We could do an organization company, you know, business specifically and train everybody, Mm -hmm. um, if you work with youth in some capacity. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Um, and I'll definitely link all of this information down below in our podcast. So if you guys have any questions or you want to reach out to the Jennifer, Jennifer Moore Foundation for the first aid training, just click that link and it'll direct you to their website. Um, so just briefly, I do want to talk about how you mentioned, Alabama was 46, yeah. ranked 46. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty low number. Yeah. Um, and, well, it's a high number, but in terms of like the. Right. On the scale. On the scale. It's a low number. Um, so what are some things that we can do both as listeners um, and as adults um, regarding the youth and the mental health crisis in Baldwin County? The biggest thing is educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, do whatever you need to do to learn more. Um, learn, you know, the signs and symptoms of someone, you know, struggling with their mental health. And outside of that, um, just be kind, you know, be Mm -hmm. kind to those around you. You never know what someone is going through. Uh, I know COVID significantly impacted the mental health of, of everybody, individuals of all ages. Um, and we have to support one another in any way that we can. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to look different for everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so just educate yourself. Like I said, on the signs of someone in crisis, know the resources available in your area that can get them help. Mm-hmm. I think that's another really great um, way that you can um, try to just make change. You know, listen, I don't, I know you're struggling. I don't know how to help you but I know how to get you to someone who can help you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's just the biggest thing. Just, um, just being educated yeah. and offering support. Yes. yes. And just being open to, you know, being kind to everybody. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I agree. When in doubt, encourage. Yes. Always. Everybody loves a little encouragement. Absolutely. So how can our listeners reach out to you if they wish to volunteer or donate with the Jennifer Moore Com- Jennifer Moore Foundation. I know it's kind of a, a long, it can get a little tongue tied there. Um, so listeners can visit our website. We're jennifermoorefoundation.com. Um, we are right around the corner from our biggest event of the year. We are um, hosting our 25th annual professional rodeo. It's going to be August 3rd, 4th, and 5th in Robertsdale. Um, the Baldwin County Fairgrounds Coliseum, they have a horse arena there. It's awesome. very, very nice. Um, and so we have plenty of volunteer opportunities with that specifically. Um, that's again on our website. I think it's, you can go to rodeo and then on that page, um, you know, there'll be various volunteer opportunities for the different days. Um, lots of different stuff to volunteer for with that. Um, and if your business 
um, organization, whatever it is, even personally, if you want to support financially, um, we've got several different sponsorship levels available for the rodeo. Mm-hmm. Um, we're obviously, you know, with open hands, arms, you know, taking donations, mm-hmm. you know, at any point because we are a nonprofit. Um, um, but this is a, a great opportunity because it provides some, you know, some marketing opportunities. Mm-hmm. So you get a little bit in return. Nice. Um, and then throughout the year, we've got events like the Peer Helper Jubilee, like I talked about. Um, we do a poinsettia fundraiser that our peer helpers, um, kind of head in the, you know, the winter months, November, December, Mm -hmm. and we could always use help with those, um, you know, whether it's delivering those plants or, um, passing out sandwiches at the peer helper Jubilee, um, the beginning of the year, we deliver those t-shirts and lanyards to, Um, all of our peer helper schools. And if you can imagine 50, 52, somewhere in that number, um, that's a lot of schools to get to in a short amount of time. And we are a small team. So any help that we can get, you know, um, making those deliveries would be, would be awesome. But all of those things are on our website. There's spots to volunteer. There's spots to donate. You can help out with rodeo. Um, And yeah, that sounds great. And again, I will link all of that down below if you awesome. guys are interested um, in learning more about this foundation. Um, but thank you so much for coming and telling us about the Jennifer Claire Moore Foundation, Madeline. It's been yes. a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much uh, for having us. We are so thankful that this organization organization exists and is helping students across Baldwin County. It's very much needed. Um, to our listeners, if you have a story um, and would like to be interviewed, or if you know the foundation that needs to be interviewed, please email us at listeninlove at gmail.com. We would absolutely love to hear from you. Um, but thank you for listening, and we hope this encourages you to listen in love this week. <laughs>